From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, MailChimp is banning newsletters from crypto companies. Is this protection or censorship? That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, August 11th, 2022. Hope everybody had a great Wednesday. I had a great Wednesday. After I made the podcast in the morning, I ran for a couple endorsement meetings and then after that, in the afternoon and evening, we had a couple of fundraisers, and it was just an amazing, amazingly busy day, uh, but it was a lot of fun and met a lot of great people. I'd love to talk to you about it one day, but I try to keep this a little bit politics-friendly uh, and politics out of this podcast, but I also want to let you know what I've been doing day to day because, you know, I am running for U.S. Congress, and I think that it's a little bit behind the scenes, but um, let's get into those crypto prices so we can get into that crypto news. And I'm recording this at 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $24,809, up 3.7% in 24. And Ethereum's up 6.5% in 24. It's pushing that $2,000 mark. It's at $1,925. Why, you might ask? I think we actually have a reason for this. Because the Gorilla Network, the third and final testnet of the Ethereum's switch to proof of stake, just went live yesterday without a hitch. And so if everything still continues without a hitch, we're moving into September, September 19th to switch Ethereum from proof of work to proof of stake. Everybody's getting excited. Tether's number three, USDC is number four, and BNB is number five at 333, up 1% in 24. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, BUSD, Solana, and Polkadot. Total market cap is up 3.5% at 1.17 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 40.4% and an F dominance of 20%. You see how that worked? <laughs> now it's time for coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is SXP, ticker XSP, ranked number 138 on coin market cap. Its current price is 48.1 cents. It's up 4% in 24. And the market cap is 237.7 million. Its fully diluted market cap is 250 million. The all time high price for this token was set a year ago at $5.86. It's down 92% since then. Ouch. All-time low was set two years ago at 16.1 cents. It's up 200% since then. You can buy this at Binance, Wolby, FTX, Gate, KuCoin, Coin1. No American exchanges are listed. And by the way, for all my global listeners, I'm sorry about the American bias with that uh, when I tell you about which exchanges, but we are locked out of some exchanges. And so if you can get into some of these exchanges that is American and they lock you out, you're just SOL. So uh, it's happened before. And I just want to make sure that everybody is safe. So what is SXP? SXP or Solar is a decentralized community driven blockchain product that is focused on creating an ecosystem with true governance where SXP is at the core of everything it does. 
XSP became its own entity when Binance acquired the remaining outstanding shares of Swipe last December of 2021. SXP was then rebranded to Solar, an ecosystem of open source developers and community involvement. Solar stands out from traditional blockchains in many ways. One of those ways is that it uses delegated proof of stake. The best way to describe Solar, SXP, is a combination of Ethereum, Solana, and Cosmos. Wow, interesting. Anyway, that is Solar, or SXP, ticker SXP, ranked number 138 on CoinMarketCap. Moving into today's news, Swan Bitcoin, a Bitcoin-specific savings firm, revealed that it has been affected by a recent data breach from its newsletter provider, Clavio. Swan Bitcoin said that this incident is a result of one of their employees being fished, which led to the compromise of their internal systems and the download of Swan's email list. The crypto firm added that the leaked data included customers' names, first and last, email addresses, IP address, and location data, as well as information on how users originally joined the company's email list. Swan also gave a little advice. Assume all emails, texts, and phone calls asking you for sensitive information are fake. Clavio reported that the attack was mainly targeted at crypto businesses that choose that platform for marketing activities. They said this, The threat actor used internal customer support tools to search for primary crypto-related accounts and viewed the list and segmented information for 44 Clavio accounts. For 38 of these accounts, the threat actor downloaded a list or segment information. The mail marketing platform MailChimp has been suspending accounts of crypto-related content creators and media outlets this week. The list of effective customers includes self-custody crypto wallet Edge, crypto intelligence firm Masari, and yours truly, Decrypt. They've all been using MailChimp for quite some time to send out their newsletters. Ryan Selkis, the founder of Masari, said, Thank you for deplatforming some of crypto's most reputable brands in the past 48 hours. You're proving our point. MailChimp and all speech censors must be destroyed. Masari's marketing lead, Jared Ronis, added, not only was there zero warning, we can't even access our subscriber list. If at MailChimp's management of crypto clients is haphazard, I shiver to think of what enforcement looks like for actual nefarious actors. This was also Decrypt's experience, by the way. No warning, no explanation of the violation. Ocarina tweeted, LOL, LLL, at MailChimp suspended my new account to tell users about drops because the content associated with your industry conflicts with our acceptable use policy. Jesse Freeling, founder of NT Collection Crypto Goons, tweeted he got banned on August 5th. Apparently, there's too much risk servicing companies involved in crypto, despite applying as an apparel brand. Extremely disappointing. He shared a screenshot of the email he received from MailChimp, which warned, We cannot allow businesses involved in the sale, transaction, trading, exchange, storage, marketing, or production of cryptocurrencies, virtual currencies, or any digital asset. MailChimp then tweeted, Cryptocurrency-related information isn't necessarily prohibited. It can be sent as long as the sender isn't involved in the production, sale, exchange, storage, marketing of cryptocurrencies. Our acceptable use policy goes into more detail. What are your thoughts? Email me, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Is this protection or is this censorship? This news is quite interesting. Unique Network, an NFT infrastructure running on Kusama and Polkadot, will split the ownership of CryptoPunks to more than 56,000 addresses. So the CEO of Unique Network said this, This represents an exciting moment for interoperability. With our fractionalizations of CryptoPunk 3042, we are hurtling to a new era of NFTs that are accessible 
interchangeable, and can be shared across chains and at a fraction of the cost. So what they're doing is they're going to fractionalize a CryptoPunk so people can have access to it, and it's going to be more affordable for most people. Uh, this is going back to my statement about tax exemptions. Remember, in the United States, they're proposing a bill that if you do transactions for under $50, they're tax-exempt. I can see this happening. They're going to fractionalize bigger items, and so every individual transaction is tax-exempt. And the sale of those individual items are tax-exempt. This, in my opinion, is a precursor to of how crypto NFTs and different things and sales and transactions are going to operate on the blockchain to skirt U.S. taxes or to actually find the loophole in U.S. taxes. This is exactly what I think is going to happen. Now, is this actually going to be good for the normal average retail investor who wants to buy a CryptoPunk that's worth, I don't know, $100,000, $200,000? Absolutely not. <laughs> Owning a fraction of a CryptoPunk, in my opinion, is going to be worthless because if you have a pixel uh, and you want to do something with that pixel, it's, it's, you're not going to be able to unless you have the bigger picture, the whole or whatever, unless that grants you the whole IP of the pixel or the bigger picture that you have, which I do not think so. So, I don't think this is going to help the average person. You're not going to get any clout by buying a pixel of a a CryptoPunk. It's nothing. But it's going to help people who need to skirt taxes for buying and selling these items that are worth a lot of money by fractionalizing and micropaymenting these so you can find that loophole. This is what I think is happening. Ripple Labs, the blockchain payment company behind XRP, may be interested in purchasing assets belonging to Celsius. As you know, they're insolvent and filing for bankruptcy. A company spokesperson said that Ripple is interested in learning about Celsius and assets and whether they could be relevant to our business. Celsius has $1.19 billion in deficit on its balance sheet, and the odds of the company creditors getting any of their money back look grim. The filings show that Ripple was not one of Celsius's major creditors. Binance. Obviously, we know that they're going to support Ethereum's proof-of-stake upgrade, which is scheduled to happen on September 19th, as we just heard, and it's looking, though, it might go off without a hitch. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But they're also going to be supporting FPOW, or FW, F's proof-of-work fork. That's pretty controversial. Canada's second biggest pension and insurance fund invested $150 million into Celsius nine months before its Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Now the fund may be left empty-handed. They said this, This is something that we take very seriously, and we will provide further comment at the appropriate moment. Celsius is currently engaged in a complex process that would take time to resolve. Remember, Senator Elizabeth Warren, she was warning about this, of pension funds and 401ks binding into crypto. Now, this is the problem. It's how the funds are handled. If you're just buying Bitcoin and hodling, then I would say, "Eh, okay, you know, a little bit of risk, but it's better than buying into, they say, Celsius. And you see how they're handling the funds. So so I would say if any of your pension funds are buying into crypto and crypto-related products, I'd be very, I'd ask some very, very serious questions of what they're actually buying. Nuri, a crypto-focused digital banking platform, announced that it's filed for insolvency in a Berlin court on Tuesday, saying that necessary to ensure the safest path forward for our customers. Despite the insolvency proceedings, Nuri said that customers will still have guaranteed access to their euro accounts and their crypto wallets. All funds in your Nuri accounts are safe due to our partnership with Solaris Bank AG. The temporary insolvency proceedings do not affect your deposits, cryptocurrency funds, and Nuri pot investments, which have been done with us. 
something I did not know, Nuri is actually formally known as Bitwalla. According to the company, assets in crypto wallets and vaults remain accessible and you can withdraw or trade it at any time, noting it does not have access to coins and or private keys in the user's vaults. So you know my recommendation. If you are using this, get your money, your crypto out ASAP. Do not wait. Do not delay. Do not go to the bathroom. Sit down at your computer and get your funds out. And finally, I have something for you to listen to. I want you to listen to Decrypt's other podcast, GM, with Editor-in-Chief Dan Roberts. He's interviewing SBF or Sam Bankman-Fried again, and he says in this episode, the Voyager deal, you know, the deal with Voyager Digital and their bankruptcy, is likely $70 million down the drain. Link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment, share it with your friends. And if you're listening on Spotify, smash those five stars. And until tomorrow with our Week in Review, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>